Well, hello and welcome to episode one of I See Bad Movies. My name is Dave Keane. I'm joined by my co-host. Emma Spicer. And today we are going to be talking about a bad movie. So just to fill you in on what we're planning on for the format of these episodes is we are going to pick a series of movies of a particular genre. Hopefully all bad, but we may get some hidden gems in there somewhere. Now, we're not going to just talk about the movie and say this was good, this was bad, etc. Every week we're going to toss a coin and then we're going to decide if we're going to focus on the good bits of the movie or the bad bits of the movie. And we're also going to choose certain categories that we're going to focus on as well. Now, I'm not going to waste your time too much now going through all the categories, but we'll pick some in a moment for the movie that we're going to cover and you'll get the idea as we go along. So, now you know what we're doing, let's talk about the actual movie that we're going to cover. Let's do that. So, our first movie, um, dear listeners is a movie called The Ghosts of Borley Rectory. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it yet? Yeah, I haven't uh, uh, watched the trailer, maybe I am a little bit, actually. But, um, so, you might have guessed, we're, we're going to focus for the first few episodes on um, ghost movies, particularly, hopefully, bad ghost movies and... I've got my fingers crossed for the ghost of Bolly Rectory. So let's have a little bit of the synopsis for you, Emma, because I've yeah. had the, 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 the pleasure of watching the trailer. Lucky um, you. Yeah, <laughs> lucky, lucky me. <laughs> uh, hopefully you enjoy it. Or don't enjoy it. I don't know. What? Yeah, are we, are we aiming to enjoy or I don't know. not enjoy? I think enjoying not enjoying it. Yeah, maybe. I, think, I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's a... We're looking for good, bad movies, so it's yeah enjoyable because it's more comical than... Yeah, we're going to sift, hopefully sift through the pile and find some gold in there, you know, because there's gold out there. There's got to be somewhere, somewhere in the mix. Okay, so The Ghosts of Bolly Rectory is actually based on a true story, um, and Bolly Rectory is apparently the most haunted house in the UK. Uh, so yeah, there you go. So, it's 1937 Essex, England. Given an opportunity to investigate the most haunted house in England, leading British paranormal investigator Harry Price is given the keys to the infamous Borley Rectory for six months, hoping to discover the truth behind the hauntings, strange sounds and apparitions that have plagued the abandoned property and surrounding area for over 500 years. Mm. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, I'm just glad that all the lights are on right Put now. Your brown pants on. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I only wore jeans. Oh. All right. So, Emma, are you ready for me to toss the world's most comically large coin? <laughs> Born ready. All right. So this is going to decide if we're going to focus on the best bits or the worst bits of the movie for the episode. So here we go. Right. So. If it's yes, it's good. If it's no, it's bad. <gasps> and it's yes. It's a yes. So We've we got are, to try and make this movie good. <laughs> we are going to have to find all the good points in this movie. Okay, but now we're going to choose the categories that we're going to focus on. Now, we have, I think, 13 categories in Something, total. Yeah, Something like that. 10, wasn't it? Definitely somewhere over 10. And uh, I'm going to ask you now, Emma... To pick a card, pick any card, card five and cards at some point. Yeah, our dignity, maybe. Can I read that as I go? Uh, yeah, please do. So we've got hair and makeup, scene, best oh, scene, okay. best actress, excellent, best line, and best stunts. <gasps> is that all five? That all right. All five, so yes. So could you read them all one so more time? We've got best scene. Best hair and makeup, best actress, best line, and best stunts. Okay, so with that in mind, shall we now go and watch The Ghosts of Bawley Rectory and see if we can find any gold within the muck? Let's do it.
welcome back. We've just watched the ghosts of Baldy Rectory, and well, I'm not going to sleep tonight for one. <laughs> I it's so scary. I've got a long drive home through some dark country lanes, and oh my goodness, uh, oh, I'm not gonna. I don't. I, I'm gonna have to like give three rings to let you know I've got home safe. <laughs> right. So, well, yeah, we've just watched it, and. Um, we wanted to expand on the synopsis just a little bit for you, just to give you an idea of what we just watched. So we, we're first introduced to Harry Price and his sidekick, Mark. Uh, forgive me, Mark, I can't remember your surname. And um, they've moved into Bali Rectory and they've got it for six months um, to do experiments, etc., to, to investigate the paranormal kind of ongoings. It's, yeah, I guess so. I mean, nobody lives there, do they? So no, it's, it's it looks empty. empty. And and I had a feeling that they were having to investigate it because someone was going to be moving in. I think so. It wasn't completely it, clear. Like a lot, no. with a lot of these movies, it's not always explained that well. You kind of jump from one scene to another without really knowing what's going on. Yeah. And there was also a whole conversation in there that made no sense. <laughs> it was so confusing. So confusing. Um and this this happens because Harry gets um, a couple of helpers, Helen and Roger, um, who no doubt we will talk about in great detail coming up, guaranteed, either in this episode or in an extra episode, um, but we will definitely cover them. So Helen and Roger are there to help. They then have this sort of round table sort of meeting with local people um, to, to discuss... The paranormal like ongoings. Yes. Where we are introduced to a few characters. <laughs> the priest. Yeah. Can't remember his name. And was she the priest's wife? Do we know? Well, they had. They had the same surname. They had the same son name. They're either brother and sister, or they're married, or scarily both. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we hope not. Yeah. Um, it was weird though, wasn't it? Because she was a lot younger than him as well. She was. A and... lot younger. Yeah, again, they didn't really explain who was around that table, did they? No. There was a local farm or landowner. Um, questionable accent. Very questionable accent. I don't know where Baldy is. Is it West Country? I is it, it said Essex on the... Yeah, oh yeah, Essex. Yeah. So why did the landowner have that Wessex, <laughs> that, that West... Who knows where they were because the accents yeah. were all completely different. All over the place. And changed throughout the film. <laughs> so we don't know. They could have been anywhere. Yeah, the accent felt great. So they they have this kind of conflab around the table to kind of talk about, you know, what what Harry's going to be investigating there, and um, they, they they talk about this malevolent spirit that's that's in the house, and the priest's wife Marianne has seen it a lot apparently. Then we move on to a mishmash of scenes of individual kind of haunting moments, well worth throughout the house. You know, yeah. for the for the six months, and there's not, you know, there's no real rhyme nor reason to any of it. You don't, you don't have any idea of how long time has passed, how much time right. has passed. Um, so it's all pretty disjointed, and then all of a sudden, it's uh, not nineteen thirty seven anymore. It's nineteen thirty eight. They've had their six months, and they've had multiple scary uh, meetings with this entity that's in the house and they kind of ramp up the investigation as they go oh, along so oh yes they start off with just sleeping there and walking around with a torch <laughs> and then they move up a notch and they put some bells out a trip wire with bells on it oh it's beautiful um Who'd and have thought then it? the next step is to go around and point in the corners <laughs> and read the first page of the book and write one page of notes uh, which, <laughs> in six months. <laughs> that was, I mean, it's a lot of work, I'm sure. <laughs> and they, they, they'll need another rest after Bali sure House to get over it. it. <laughs> so, yeah, and then, and then, but then nothing really happens after it, does no, it? No, Helen, so Helen and her husband Roger, who you just mentioned, yeah. they can't possibly stay because Roger yeah. gets scared. They're too and scared. Helen can't stay without him. So she goes as well. And then they come back though, don't they? Yes. Helen comes back. Oh, Helen comes back, but Roger doesn't. Yeah, Roger's um, done a runner. <laughs> yeah, so... And then they have a little seance, 
and they think they've well, there's gotten... two, isn't there? There's a seance with well, yeah, there's a early. The, oh, I forgot. Yeah, that's a good point. There's an early seance. You're quite right. Where they kind of that's the first time they properly meet the evil entity, isn't yes. it? Yes. And then they have the seance at the end. Where they kind of think they've gotten rid of, and we thought Mark, or one of the characters. By the way, spoilers, everyone. <laughs> we thought Mark had died, but he hadn't. No. He's going to get better. They were kind of hoping Helen would die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the way through. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, a, just, a, just a little bit, maybe. Uh, but yeah, um, and then nothing really happens. We think that we've got rid of the evil entity, but they haven't actually. And the movie ends with a little bit of story telling us that the house burnt down six months later. Yeah. And that's it. There's... N- I'm wondering if he didn't get paid for his investigation because it was so shit. <laughs> so, so the people that owed him the money just burnt the house down with him in it. That's quite possibly it, you know. Because there was, there was a line that he said that was, um, uh, and, and no one will be able to investigate it in the way that I have. Yeah, yeah it's good. Is that, is that because you've just burnt the place down <laughs> to hide your lies, maybe? Yeah, who knows, who knows. So, I mean, that's kind of the synopsis. It's it's pretty much a nothing film, isn't it? Yeah, there's not really a point to it. I mean, it's based on a true story, but not a great story. If someone was telling me that at a party, I'd probably glaze over pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it. there was a ghost and then you don't know if there was, okay. <laughs> and you kind of get, you, you do kind of get the feeling that if they had, maybe, maybe they were just too constricted by staying within the realms of what Harry had documented has happened instead of I can't imagine that investigation was close to the real investigation though can you I don't know I don't know <laughs> I, I think I'm I'm not that like up to speed with the story so I'm gonna have well, neither to... am I but there's got to be a wiki page be, yeah we, <laughs> need, to, we need to look into this because if that's the investigation to find out if you've got a ghost and oh I'm not sure you need to pay somebody to come into your house and do that. Uh, well, uh, <coughs> no, um, you can pay us and we'll come and investigate. We'll come and investigate. Just um, out any of our secrets. Yeah. Um, oh, I nearly said they'd have to, like, you know, front us because we need to buy a lot of bells. Um, <laughs> we need to buy a lot of a bells. A lot of bells, yeah, um, to, to hunt books. ghosts. A couple of books. But actually, do we need that many books? Because we'll need the front page of some books. I'm of us anyway, so... Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're going to get into now talking about the, the, the different parts we we're talking about. Now, of course, we are and we will be picking at random uh, the things that we focus on. Some days, some episodes, we're going to get a lot to talk about for all of them. Other episodes, we're going to end up with yeah, very, very right, little to discuss. Yeah, we're going to cover over some of the things that we, uh, very quickly, very briefly, that we didn't get much from this movie um, because it was quite plain in certain things that it did. Yeah, I think some of the categories aren't going to apply, like, say, so, for yeah. instance, stunts. This wasn't really a movie for stunts. No, it, it wasn't. So... so while we're on stunts, we managed to pick one out. Would you want to... It, you could loosely call it stunt. It wasn't really a stunt, was it? So yeah. when they're having the seance, there's kind of, there's a... A part where they all kind of get blown backwards in their chairs, but it's a bit like the Matrix where they sort of bend backwards but not fully, and then they kind of lean forwards again. That was the closest we got to a stunt in this movie. And I don't know if they made them do it in slow motion or if they slowed it down. I think they possibly slowed it down. I don't know. It's hard to tell. You know, actually. it's like if you ever if you ever watch them running in Baywatch, they are running in slow motion, but then they also slow it down as oh, well. Oh, maybe they did. To give it like a really yeah yeah. It's it's it was a weird yeah. It was pretty it was weird. weird, and it wasn't much of a stunt. It was just kind of like as you said. Well, that's the closest I think we um, had to a stunt because there wasn't yeah. really any stunts. No, it? there wasn't. It you know I was really hoping. That someone would maybe you know be pushed, <laughs> Helen, <coughs> Helen would you know maybe be pushed down the stairs by the ghost or something or anything. But mm. it it was very tame, very yeah. tame. For, I mean, for a horror movie as well, mm. very tame. Mm. Yeah, no particular real jump scares. I mean, they tried. Yeah. But they failed. They failed miserably. Yeah, pretty miserably. Pretty well tonight, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm still not sure if I will drive home safely <laughs> yet, but you know, that's 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 more me than the, the movie, I think. 
So stunts were a bit of a, a, a bit of a letdown. Yeah, I'm afraid so. Yeah, I'm afraid if you so. Like stunts, don't watch this movie for the stunts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or watch the movie and think where you'd put a decent stunt in. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. Um, so that well, it's going to lead us on to um, best actress now. So we said we're going to look at best actress, and well, there were only three actresses in the movie. Yes. Um, two and of Tyler which. Wilcox, surprisingly. Yeah, Toya Wilcox. I mean, who knows where she's been for... Well, you actually, I asked you during the film yeah. where she'd been for the last few years and David knew that she'd been half naked doing something with her husband. Well, I mean, <laughs> let me quantify that. <laughs> I can't quantify that. It's just, yeah, Toya Wilcox does the Sunday sessions or something with her husband, Robert Fripp. He plays guitar, she sings and jiggles her bits. And, um, and now, the only reason I know that is because it gets shared by people I know. Mm. That's the only reason, okay? Um, <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, it's it's truly a sight. It's truly a sight. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tyra Wilcox. But she also looked like she either had lip filler or false teeth mm-hmm. because her she had a bit of a trout pout, didn't she? It was a bit... Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there, but she didn't look like... Toy Wilcox, I remember. Yeah, and I actually I looked at it and I looked at it. I looked at her and I thought. And you said yourself, you only really realised it because of the voice. Yes, it didn't look like mm. her. We, but the voice is very distinct. So we. Yeah. Yeah. We knew it was her from that, but. But out of the three actresses, she was the best, the best wasn't yeah. she? You know, she she was the medium. Uh, in the first scene, I can't remember the name of the character she played, but she was given real Mystic Meg vibes. So she was wearing a thing on her head, like um, so. You probably haven't seen Sex in the City. Oh, but no, I on haven't. the in the movie, when Carrie gets married, she wears this thing on her head, and she gets jilted. And afterwards, she says when she's talking about it with her friends, she says. I put a bird on my head, and my friends go, "Is that what that was? I thought it was feathers." It was like that. It was like this non, like you, you couldn't really describe what it was, but it was kind of like there was a few feathers, and it was kind of a thing on her head. Yeah, but you couldn't really. Yeah, I was like, what? "It's not. A, it wasn't a hat, and it wasn't a fascinator. It was somewhere in between." It was a hatinator <laughs> <laughs> with a few feathers stuck in it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's the thing, wasn't it? Toya Wilcox was at once the best actress in the film. In the film, the seance scene with her—well, we'll talk about best scene in a bit. It was definitely up there that one, she, and, and and I think she made it, you know, because yeah. she just played with it, and it's almost like she, you could tell she was the only one that had fun doing it. Yeah, I think the others were taking it very seriously, and there was also the guy from the Bill, wasn't there? Oh yeah, the Bill, the weirdest yeah. accent I've ever heard. Oh um, yeah, maybe not actually because we've watched. Beneath Loch Ness. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, if you want to, if you want to hear some dreadful <laughs> accents, Beneath Loch Ness is a movie to watch. Absolutely. Um, yeah, his accent was terrible. It was all over the place. Yeah, but yeah. Toya was the best actress, and in terms of hair and makeup, there wasn't really much choice, was there? No. Toya was the Probably, yeah best for the, for the era, era as well. Yeah, because you had Helen and Marianne who didn't really look in the era no, very much. No, not really. And they kind of curled their hair, but it, was, it wasn't it was curly, but it wasn't straight. It was kind of a strange style. Yeah. And it, yeah, like you say, it wasn't really 1930s. No. Marianne was fake tanned to the eyeballs as well. Yeah. Did you notice? Which I don't th- think I don't many... Think fake tan would have been around in the 1930s, no. would it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think many um, priests' wives in 1937 would have been down the tanning salon or, no. you know, put a bit of the old bronzer on. I don't, no. Yeah, no, no, I don't think it would have happened. The whole film, though, there was nothing 1930s particularly about it. Was there costume? Like, there was nothing that screamed 1930s to me. Not really. Every now and then they tried to make themselves sound a bit posher, didn't they? Yes. <laughs> kind of slipped in and out of just speaking normally and then going into, oh, I better speak like this because it's 19... Tis 1930s. <laughs> yeah, there was a tis thrown in there. The tis really just jarred out at me because I was like, 
what is this Shakespeare? <laughs> I mean, it's clearly not. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was. It was, yeah, oh yeah, that was pretty bad, wasn't it? So, best actress and best hair and makeup really does just go to Toya Wilcox, yeah. doesn't it? Just by default, because she just wasn't the, the worst thing in it. She was in it as well. Was yeah, quite amazing. Yeah, although yeah. there were a few faces that popped out of it. Obviously, you've you've mentioned the fella from the bill. Yeah. No idea of the fella's name or even the character he played on the bill. The main one. Yeah. He, 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 <laughs> Uh, detective main one I think you'll find <laughs> detective main one from the bill <laughs> but yeah so I recognise him from that and obviously if you're not from the UK the bill is a what was a nightly kind of like half hour police show is it nightly? I think it was is it weekly? no it was definitely a couple of episodes a week oh okay yeah I'm sure it was greatest theme tune in police dramas ever the yeah. bill you know that's if there's any listeners from around the world that's what the bill was and then Colin Baker, who yes. was one of the Doctor Who's. Yeah. He was the Doctor... He pulled some amazing faces during this film. Oh, I mean, watch yeah. it just for his face and, and Helen's faces. She... Definitely. Hel- Helen's <laughs> faces. Face. Helen's faces. Oh, yeah. One expression. Shock. I'm in a movie. What? <laughs> it was kind of it, wasn't it? And yeah, but Colin Baker, one of the Doctors, was in there. Not, not great. <laughs> but we're not talking about worst actor. We're not talking about best actor. That might have to... Oh, this is movie. This movie was a weird one. It was It was probably one of the worst best bad movies we've seen. Mm-hmm. Just because it hasn't given us a lot of things to really talk about, has it? I think in terms of the categories that we picked this time. Yeah. We're a bit light for content because it just wasn't anything that you could pick out. Yeah, we were unlucky, I think, yeah. for the, 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 the content and the, well, the content of the movie. We were unlucky with it. It needed some content. Yeah, it just needed some content. <laughs> yeah, it did indeed. So now what we're going to do, now we've, we've made it through the wilderness of the rather empty kind of uh, topics that we had on there. Now I'm in two minds whether to talk about best line or perhaps best scene first. I think... I'll leave it to you. Let's go for best scene. Best first. scene? Okay, let's go with best scene. So we've got a few candidates for best scene, yes. shall we say. The well, first one... Let's talk about them. Shall we just talk about all of them? Because <laughs> yeah, otherwise... We've got a bit of content here. <laughs> yeah, otherwise it's the shortest episode in the whole world of, you know, podcasts ever. All right, and you may be thankful for that. But durr, hopefully not. So let's start talking about the seance scene, the original, yes, the first seance scene. Yes. Okay. Now, weirdly, this was the best scene because it was actually just kind of the best scene in the movie, of in terms of like it being a proper movie scene. Yeah, I guess so. But the first seance was very different to the second seance, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, and also I'd like to just add that every point in this movie where they're sat at a table or there's a table in the room, there's a half-eaten piece of food. Yeah. There's a plate. And and I think at the seance there wasn't anything on the table. And then later on it panned to Harry and he had a plate in front of him with a couple of crusts on it. And that wasn't there. I'm sure that wasn't there before. No, it wasn't. You're right. So food just randomly or, or empty plates just randomly sort of popped up every now and then as if they'd had a meal. But... At the seance, I don't think they'd sat down to have a meal at the seance. Harry had obviously grabbed a sandwich at some point because there was some crust on a plate. Um, it was just left by catering yeah, services. Yeah, so that was really odd. Yeah, it was. But the first seance was very different to the second one because the first one, they didn't have the Ouija board, did they? And they That's right. And they all held hands. But on the second one, they had to touch fingertips and they had the Ouija board there. So it was quite a different... And Toya Wilcox was out of the picture by then, wasn't she? She'd oh, gone. yeah, she'd been spooked out by the... By the film, um, by the house. Well, yeah, Ty Wilcox was spooked out by the film and decided never to come back. Yeah, she got spooked out by the house and and yeah, hightailed it and rightly so. You know, who's going to stick around in a haunted house? No. Let's face it. Well, Roger did, didn't he? Yeah, he stuck it out for a while. Poor Roger. Oh God. But I mean, the the, the seance scene was just probably the better acted. There was a. a a great line that came up in the seance scene that I'll talk about when we talk about the best lines in a minute but it wasn't that entertaining it was just the best scene yeah I would say none of the films <laughs> entertaining <laughs> if we're being really honest however I'm the best bits here but I um, think that might yeah. move us on to what I think quite possibly and I'm, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll agree with me as being the best scene yes it was actually a short montage of a number oh, of scenes. Amazing. 
Yeah. So the, the, this this scene um, was preceded by a line that was like, now we have to ramp up the investigation. <laughs> but this was the second time this line was said <laughs> as well. So what, hold on, so what was the first... Oh yeah, so the first one was the bells, wasn't it? No, the first one oh. wasn't the bells. The first one was just doing more... The first time was literally just them doing more experiments that you never actually really see any experiments of. No. And then... Something happened to Roger, I believe, where he got really freaked out, and we'll talk about that in the best lines. And so the that's first when they say of the investigation was literally. So Harry went to sleep. Yep. And told was it Mark? Mm-hmm. Was Mark? He told Mark to go and spend a certain amount of time in different rooms. So he literally just got into bed with his full suit on. Yeah. <laughs> and Mark did question that, but Harry said um, something about you never know what's going to happen in this house or something along those lines. So he went to bed in his full suit, braces, everything. I think he took his shoes off, didn't he? Oh, yeah, of course. I of mean, course. as any as any gentleman in the 30s <laughs> would do. But apart from that, full suit. Um, and he got into bed and told the other guy to go and investigate these different rooms and spend mm. a certain amount of time in each room. He got to the first room, nothing happened at all. And then he went, oh, I'm not staying here for too much longer. And then left, <laughs> didn't he? He just like spent a couple of seconds in the first room and then yeah. that was it. Yeah, he did, didn't he? So that was stage one of the investigation. (laughs) Yeah, pretty... And they decided they needed to ramp it up. Yeah, and and they ramp it up in the most amazing way. So we're then greeted with a montage. Yeah, amazing. I never... This is not a movie I expected a montage from. No. And I don't think anyone that had written it directed it or acted in it expected either either. (laughs) I think they were probably trying to fill some time so if I so this the setup montage a little bit of music and if I said to you oh can you show me something really interesting in a book what would you do (laughs) I'd open the book okay and I'd run my finger down the first page oh right okay (laughs) and then I'd point in a lot of corners (laughs) and I'd put some bells out on the screen that was that was it wasn't it that, that was the ramping up of the investigation. That was the ramping up of the investigation. Well, he smoked a lot. He did smoke every oh, time he ramped it up. Yes, he did smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he seemed to like to... If things got serious, he was lighting a cigarette. I just That's had a thought. He set fire to the house. He set fire to the house. Because it's always focused. He always had a match. So mm. I'm going off on a tangent here. But he set light to the house because he always had matches on him. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> just said that like it was a Absolute fact. fact. Okay. Second... When he sent Mark off to go and look around the house, he didn't go to sleep because he had he kept one eye open. <laughs> yeah, he didn't, did, he? didn't he? And it's almost but like he kept the eye open that Mark could see. Yeah. And then closed the other one. I'm not I'm not saying he's a criminal <laughs> genius. But it's the thought that counts. But it is. And I, I so I think there's all the evidence you need to convict Harry Price for arson. Who, by the way, reminded me of Harry Hill. So his name was quite fitting. It was, yeah, it really was very fitting. So yeah, that's all you need to do to ramp up your investigation is, is I mean, honestly, the opening a book, not even to the first page of, like, the book, the very front page where yeah. you would see maybe the... So the inside front cover, yeah. nothing there really apart Inside front cover. This book is for whoever. And was maybe printed on this date and it's this edition. That's it. It it was all it was. The pointing at the walls and the corners. And really, pardon the expression, really pointedly pointing as well. You know, with real purpose as if we'll put something here, we'll put something there. And they never did put anything there. No, they did nothing. And the book was just a random book that they just picked up and looked at the first page. But they did do a trip wire of bells, and that seemed to be quite a big deal. Yes. Even though I don't know quite what they told them. It was cold a lot as well, wasn't it? It, it was, was very cold in certain areas. And then and then we found out that at the end of the six months, it was April 1938. It actually taken them a year instead of six months, hadn't it? Didn't he say it's taken you a year? Oh, did it? Yeah, ah, the guy, so okay. Doctor Who. All right. I can't remember his name. Well, um, <laughs> sorry, Doctor Who? I don't know, I can't remember his name. <laughs> um, he said to him at one point, towards the end, you've been here a year. It was maybe mm-hmm. six months and you've been here a year. Right, see, because I was thinking, they kept going on about how cold parts of the house were, and, and I thought, well, of course it was cold, because your investigation was over winter, and you're in a decrepit old house mm. with no heating. But they'd been there all year, apparently. Yeah. So, okay, fair enough. Maybe the cold bits were during the summer when it was supposed to be cold. Um, supposed to be warm. Oh, maybe maybe my whole theory about even Harry Price burning the house down is wrong. No, um, don't, don't question that. Don't okay. ever question that. I won't question that. Whatever else you question, 
He, in my head, he's guilty. <laughs> and somebody would need to prove me wrong. Set up montage, hilarious. I, I think we laughed most at that bit of the I film. I think we only laughed. At that bit. <laughs> There must have been a, we must have had a few titles at other parts. Um, oh, Helen's walk through the Helen's walk, which, funnily be... enough, oh, that's um, oh, that's that's that's, uh, that's a that's a that's a the worst oh, scene. Oh, okay. That's a bad scene. So you know, if you want to if you want to hear about that, maybe maybe we'll give you a way you can listen to the worst part. Uh, yeah, the worst parts of this movie. Um, although we're kind of, right. kind surely, of <laughs> surely not there's no bad parts <laughs> we'll so that, that, that that is going to come up oh my goodness oh, we're really going to struggle with that <laughs> on top of the, the setting up montage we also had a scene that actually used the bells and that was a really confusing scene was that the scene oh now I'm thinking of the confusing conversation I had later on the, the mm-hmm. bell scene yes it was confusing because something clearly made the bells move mm-hmm. and they heard the bells um, and it's cold again. It was cold in the room. Yeah. And then was it Mark looked up and saw the ghost, but then it turned into Harry. Harry. Yeah, that's right. It was the ghost, and it was Harry. So it's like he was hallucinating. And by the way, the ghost had the filthiest feet, didn't she? Oh yeah, yeah. Black. Yeah, absolutely soot black. Yeah, definitely. But her face wasn't. No, the face. I guess she was walking shoes on though, but. Yeah, maybe. For hundreds of years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, fair enough. She's got dirty feet because no shoes. You, I mean. Yeah, that's a bit. Maybe being a bit mean but to a the bit ghost. Harsh on the a bit harsh to the ghost here. Yeah, if, if you're listening, <laughs> we don't mean it. Okay. If you're listening, tap on the table. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the ghost turns into Harry, so Mark is like, oh, he thinks he's just seeing things, and then Helen and Roger are there as well but Helen and Roger get really freaked out by they see the ghost again in another sort of part um, like in a different position and then the lights go out they kind of fumble for matches which surprise surprise Harry's got matches and they light a match and it illuminates the nun's face and I think we haven't really mentioned the nun's face no. But it's kind of like black eyes, you know, like the eyes well, aren't there. Sometimes she's just normal looking, isn't she? And then other times she's got Very rarely, a though. creepy face. And er- early on, she was normal looking. Yeah. Near the end of the film, she's normal looking. But every time we see the nun, yeah. otherwise, it's kind of... But the face like changed the as well, because yeah. it was... Sometimes it yeah. looks like Harry, and yeah. other times it just looks it, like... And then at the end, it was just like a kid's Halloween mask. It was awful, wasn't it? it yeah. Was like a really yeah. Halloween and at that mask. point, I don't think it was... The, I don't think that was the nun at that point. I think that was the evil entity oh, okay. that was... I don't know, somehow affecting the normal I'm nun ghost. At this film it was oh, so yeah, I know. Yeah, it was so <laughs> obvious what was going on, Emma. I don't know how you didn't see it at all, you know. But it was just really messy, really all over the place. But it was, why is this in the best scene? <laughs> I think it was just because they were trying so hard to do jump scales just, yeah, all the I way through. I just don't think you could beat the montage because, because it was just so, it was literally like clutching at straws. Like, what can we include to make it look like an investigation? Let's point at some stuff yeah. and wander around the house. We've got no real props for you to use. Yeah, exactly. We, it was, you know, it, it was like, we're we not... all our money on bells. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've we've you know we've let the, the the house owners of this house have kindly let us film in this house, but we're not allowed to to like do anything to it. Mm. So they they couldn't be seen to be putting up any instruments or anything. No. So they they did nothing, and so they had to just kind of. I guess also it was nineteen thirties, so in terms of like recording devices, they wouldn't have had. I mean, they had that old fashioned camera at one point that yes. took longer to get going than by the time <laughs> they'd got it going, the message on the wall had gone. Yeah, and in terms of, I guess if it was a ghost movie set now, mm-hmm. you'd have recording devices set up, video yeah. and like sound recording, and you could do things like that. Although, would a ghost show up on a video recording? I don't know. Apparently, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But Maybe. they wouldn't have had that technology back then, so they would have relied on bells and books. Bells and books, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, literally, if, they were, if, if, if there was an incident that happened, they were recording it, but they were just purely recording it by 
telling someone what happened and then noting it down. That well, was it. Yeah, Harry did write like yeah. one page of his notebook in a year. Which was basically mass hallucinations, mass hysteria, group yeah. hallucinations or something, and not a lot more to it. So yeah, it was a strange one. But the Bell scene, they tried really hard to make it really scary. It failed kind of miserably, but at least they tried. So it's 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 there. They but, tried, yeah. But certainly not anywhere near the setup, the the setup montage that we had. That was that was an absolute banger. I'm not gonna lie. But however, you did kind of fight for this next one to be included. Well, not fight for it. You just said that's got to be in the best scene list. Um, and it was the flying book scene with Roger. With Roger, yeah, because. So basically, Roger's in the bedroom on his own. I don't know why he's on his own. Where I don't know where Helen was. Well, we, we, I mean, would anyone really I mean, want to be in a bedroom yeah, with Roger? Everyone hated Helen, so well, we hated Helen. That's, yeah, we did. Um, so Helen's husband is in the bedroom on his own, and he gets spooked because he does. He actually see her as well, doesn't he? I think. Or do we know if he saw her? Um, she was there, but I don't know if he saw her. Or cause well, some, some of them couldn't see her, and some of them could. It, it, yeah. So it was weird because the book goes flying. And lands on the floor and honestly it sort of spins around a bit doesn't it he takes about two minutes to get off the bed and down to the book to investigate yes. it and then what happens is the nun grabs his hand yes. and he pulls away and he jumps straight back onto the bed yeah. rather than out the door and hides under the duvet which you know props to him the duvet is the safe zone every ghost knows that yeah that's every ghost true. knows although oh no I was thinking that the she didn't appear under the duvet. She appeared under the table, didn't she? Yeah, but he table. didn't make any any kind of indication that he saw her yes, when she grabbed him. That's why I was getting confused because some people saw her mm-hmm. and some people didn't. He didn't actually see her. He just saw the book move, felt her touch his hand. and then That's right. Went, and then got back into the bed and hid under the covers. And then later on, that was a different scene though, wasn't it? Later on when he... The sandwich. The sandwich, yeah. I, I'm putting that down as a bad scene. Oh, so okay. the sandwich yeah, scene okay. is a bad scene. If you watch this movie, which you won't, <laughs> <laughs> you won't. This is it. <laughs> like you, we we We've watch them. It so you don't have so to. Don't. <laughs> that's. I think that's your catchphrase, isn't it? <laughs> it is now. Yeah, there was another scene with Roger that I'm afraid makes it into the bad list on that one. So nothing good there, I'm afraid. So we we have come to the end of our scenes, and now it's just a little bit of time to talk about the best lines in the movie yes um, oh actually just a quick one if you were to vote for the best scene overall what would you say best scene I think I'd have to go montage just because it was literally like it, what it reminded me of was kids at school if you said right you need to do a two minute show skit you know like a some sort of play and they didn't have any ideas <laughs> and they pulled something together <laughs> Yeah, it was just literally, they, like you say, they had no props. But then again, what props could they have had because of the era? It wasn't like they had technology mm-hmm. like we do now back then. So it was literally just look busy and walk around a lot. And that's what I think the director said to them, is, which is what I think you do when you work in an office a lot. You kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, if, you, if you love busy. work but you don't want to be busy, then you sort of oh I'll just go and get this and I'll just I'll make the tea and then you just kind of wander around a lot chat to a few people make yourself look busy it was like that if any of Emma's work colleagues are listening (laughs) I'm sure you're all going wait a minute she does do that (laughs) yeah I have to agree It, it was like year nine drama wasn't it yeah well the whole film was to be especially Helen I mean Helen some acting classes yeah, I don't think Helen... I mean, I've not looked up any of the actors or actresses really in any way, shape or form, but I, I can't imagine Helen's done a lot of acting. Helen had one expression for everything, yeah. she, and that was it, so yeah. she, yeah. But no, shh, we're not talking about the worst actress. We're talking, no. we're talking, that's it. We've but got a, Toya Wilcox. Oh, but Toya Wilcox, however, I think we're both agreed. The montage was the best, yes. 100%. So now we're on to our last topic for this movie, and we're going to be talking about best lines. You may or may not be surprised, but there wasn't really a dearth of best lines in this movie. There were some that made us laugh at the absurdity of them. Um, We struggled a bit, didn't we, with lines as well, I think. So the the, the first one I picked out, which I think is actually still my favourite, was um, within the first two minutes of the movie. Mark Mark had made a cup of tea for Harry. Yes. And Harry said, oh no. I meant a real drink, and he pulls out the smallest. And he said it in that voice. Oh, it? it was. Oh, thank you very much. That was uh, that, that was, was his a, 1930s yeah. accent. That was my. I'm a 1930s dustman. <laughs> What's a, what, oh, where does that come um, from? Is that no? Vic and Reeves used to do. Oh um, yeah, 
So yes, so oh no, I meant a real drink, and he pulls out the, and I think this was really what made it so funny because he pulled out the smallest hip flask in the world. Doll's house. It was (laughs) tiny. It was like a thimble. It kept pouring from it. Yeah. Throughout the whole film, and I was thinking, you must top this up like twenty times a day because it's. But that's the thing. Literally, you see, you see that. You see, he must top it up, but I'm pretty sure. what did they take with them? Yeah, they took nothing. Only had three suitcases, didn't they? And they wore the same clothes all the way through the movie. And them, which is gross. Yeah. Oh, six a year of sleeping in the same clothes. I'd see ghosts if I did that. You know, just from going mad. Well, it's probably their own clothes just getting up and walking. <laughs> <laughs> what they thought was the ghost. Oh, oh it was really horrid, wasn't it? We yeah. think about it. But in in one of the scenes, he he pours something out of there this is like the third time you see him pour it and then you don't see it again after this but it's almost like he pours it out of shot because they haven't filled it back up at all through the shooting of the movie Mm. it makes me think did they shoot it all on the same day I mean they easily could have done because oh I think Helen changed her outfit once Oh yeah, when she, she came back. Yeah. When she came back, she had a different one on. Um, yeah. But apart from that, I think everyone else stayed in the same costume all the way through. I think they easily with that film could have just spent an afternoon on it. <laughs> Absolutely, I think. Yeah, it, I think it would. That house for an afternoon. It would have taken. Write the theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> the theme tune. <laughs> yeah, it would have taken more to put all the scenes together than it would have taken to film them. I think. Yeah, I agree. And they probably only had to wear Wilcox for like an afternoon. Yeah. That's true. So that I think that was my favourite line, just because it, it it led us on to just watching and looking out for this little hip flask as well, and the way he said it, you know, oh, it was it was funny. Now when this line was said, you were straight on to that's got to be in there about this is the animals. This is the cows. So the farmer guy from the bill, <laughs> <laughs> whose accent was just unbelievable. He was trying to do sort of a West Country accent, I think, wasn't he? But it yeah. wasn't. <laughs> it was like West Country meets Norfolk meets Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. It, it was weird. Yeah, it was strange. But he said something like, my cows won't, what did he say? My cows won't sleep that end of the field. That's it. And when yeah. they were talking about the ghostly beings that were there. Um, yeah. But again, it was more the way he said it than the actual line because his accent was so, so terrible. Yeah. I don't even want to attempt it because No, it's, I don't. Because you wouldn't do it justice. We'd no, do it and better. you'd insult a large swathe of the, <laughs> the British population <laughs> that may or may not be listening to us, you know. Just imagine my cows won't sleep at that end of the field in a dreadful West Country accent. It was bad. Why? Why? I don't understand. Why make someone in Essex do a West Country accent? And if you're not aware, Essex is very much Eastern. You know, it's, it's near the, London, isn't it? Yeah. It's not, it's not anywhere near... You know, it's 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 the northeast of London, you know, but, like, right on London. And it's, mm. I mean, East Essex. East. Also, I'm a firm believer in, if you can't do accents, don't. Yeah. So, you know, you've got Liam Neeson, you've got Rebel Wilson, you've got people like that that... I mean, oh, actually, Liam Neeson does a 10th accent, and he really shouldn't. But you've got people like Rebel Wilson just doesn't do an accent because she clearly can't, otherwise she would do an American accent when she does American films. She's always Australian. Yep. Um, and most of, yeah, I think every film I've seen her in is based in America. Everyone else is American. Mm-hmm. She's Australian. People like Jason Statham and Liam Neeson that attempt to do an accent and yeah. it just doesn't work, just write that character in as an Irish man or an Englishman. Like, just... Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. 100%. 100%. And especially when it's based in a part of England that doesn't have that accent. Yeah, so he could just so, speak in his normal voice. Yeah. Who are they trying to And trick? while we're on the subject of accents, if you're doing yeah. an accent, do it or don't do it. Helen started off speaking pretty similar to me. Then halfway through the film, someone had obviously had a word and she started speaking <laughs> like this. I love, this is how they speak in the 1930s. I love that you say someone <laughs> someone had a word. Because she did, didn't she? In the first few scenes, she was just speaking, you know, like what was obviously her normal voice. And then later on, halfway through-ish, she started to speak like this. How they used to speak in the nineteen thirties, and it was at the bell scene that happened as well. Yes, that she 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 turned that on because um, Roger said to her, "The air, it's very cold," and she said, "Yes, yes, it is." Like mm. full on, like Queen of England, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was pretty. Either do an accent or don't. If you can't, you're quite right. Don't do it. 
and certainly don't change it halfway through the film. No. <laughs> oh, God damn you, Helen. Honestly, I feel like I'm going to have personal beef with Helen for the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why, but we just took an instant dislike to Helen. It, it was very yeah. It was an back, instant. When she came back, we literally. Oh, like, oh. Yeah, there was <laughs> one. I'm, I'm not. I, I know that this is this is this is a terrible line in the film, but I have to say it. Helen at one point was during the first seance. You know the, the Toya Wilcox's bless her acting her heart out and it's like I can sense a presence and Helen was like I can sense it too and then we were and, and we were both like oh whatever shut up Helen shut up Helen <laughs> no one cares about what you sense <laughs> I don't know why but we just didn't like it did we? no it, probably had, do you know oh. what it was probably the walk in the beginning that she did that annoyed us yeah. She, she couldn't. She forgot how to walk. <laughs> how how so, do you forget how to walk? But then I suppose what what happens when you know if you're not very if you're not I think very confident said look acting. Natural. If yeah. someone says look natural, you instantly go into Chandler Bing when he's trying to take a photograph and smile. <laughs> if someone says look natural, you just can't look natural. You can't do it. To save yeah. your life. It's like when you're at a wedding and people say, I want some really nice candid photos, natural photos of all my guests. And as soon as the photographer's there, you're like, you just make a weird face or do something odd because you just can't cope with being natural. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, Helen. Oh, no. <laughs> I just realised the very last best line that we're talking about Helen's. <laughs> I think it's a Helen line as well. Her entity is all consuming. Or was that yes. Toya? Was that Helen or Toya? Oh, I think that might have been Helen. It was in the first seance, wasn't it? Yes. Oh no, it was Helen because it was just after I sense it too. And then she goes on to say, yeah, Toya then says her presence is all around us or something. Mm-hmm. And and it's, it's like choking. It's, you know, it's oppressive kind of thing. Yeah. And then she says her entity is all consuming. And again, it wasn't because it's a good line. It was just, yeah, again, it's just, just the, the way, way it was said, I think. But we're really clutching at straws again with the best lines, in yeah. a sense. They've let us talk about a lot of things about the movie, but... I think the moral of this podcast ultimately is... Ultimately bad. I know we're supposed to be talking about the good points, but don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> which just some time. Yeah, which, you know <laughs> what, it... It does lead us kind of nicely on to what we what we want to kind of say about the film now. So what we'll, what we'd like to do is score the movie um, based on whether it's a good bad movie. Would we recommend you to sit down and watch this film with your friends, or if you see it on Prime or it's on late night on the horror channel if that's still a thing, anything like that? Would we recommend that you take the time and just go like, yeah, you know what? I'll watch this or not. But before we give our final review, Emma, is there anything else you want to talk about this movie? I don't think so. I think we've covered the main points. But there wasn't, like we said, there wasn't a lot of good points that we could pick out of this one. I think it was a bit nothing-y. There wasn't a lot of action. There wasn't a lot of... There wasn't a lot going on, was there? It was kind of people wandering around the house trying to summon this ghost or poltergeist or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And that was really it. There wasn't a lot going on, was there? Like, I think it was just because they had tied their hands with maybe trying to be close to the story and if they'd maybe just been like you know what let's just say it's based on true events exactly and mix it up yeah make it a bit more dramatic yeah because it was just watching a pretty boring but then if if you only wrote one page of notes they didn't have much to go on did they no no massive theory oh there you go yeah maybe maybe that was it there wasn't any massive theory though was there no, no, there wasn't. I mean, were they trying to say that the bell scene was mass hysteria when they were all... I don't know. I don't know. It, it, none of it really made that much sense. Okay, Emma. Oh, sorry, there was a point. Oh, go on. I want to talk about. There was a conversation between Harry and... Who was the guy? Helen's dad, wasn't it? It was Helen's dad? Helen's dad, Mr. Glanville or something. There was a conversation at one point between them two, which literally was like they filmed a scene and then cut it and it didn't make any sense so he said something like um how long have you been here now and then harry said yes it has been a difficult investigation it was just like what what's going on that that's not the answer to that question where did that come from yeah, yeah that whole scene was like what yeah, it's almost like it was written by multiple people. You know when you know when you used to do that thing in school where someone would draw something and then yes, they'd hide it, it and then yeah. draw. It was like that. But with every line of the or movie, they, it was either like that or it was 
they'd filmed a longer scene and edited it, but edited it, cut too many bits out that made it make sense. <laughs> so it just was literally like, right, we've got too much here, guys, so just cut a load of it out without listening to it. Yeah. I don't know, but it didn't make sense. It yeah. didn't, did it? So, okay, that's, I think we're going to, I think that is going to cut our losses on this film. Emma, yeah. can I please ask you for a score out of five on whether this is a good, bad movie? Now, we've watched some bad movies in our time, and I would say this is a one. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to be that harsh because we've struggled to find things to talk about on our categories, and I think I can sit here and think of several other bad movies that we could talk for two hours on, on any of the categories that we've got. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a one out of five. I'm, I'm not going to be that far behind you on a one, actually. It is... Not an entertaining movie. I, I suppose you could watch it and waste maybe an hour and 20 minutes Just of your skip life. skip forward to the montage scene, I'd say. Yeah, that's not a bad <laughs> shout. Skip forward to the montage, absolutely. I don't think you'd be in the wrong place doing that at all. So it's a one star from you. One star. And a one star from me too. So thank you very much for listening to our very first episode we will be trying to get them out in a as regular a basis as we can yeah and we hope that the next one will be a bit more entertaining well the film yeah <laughs> the podcast is entertaining anyway but we hope that the next film will be more entertaining for us otherwise we might just stop doing them yeah and, and we don't want to do that we don't want to do that no. so please please Hollywood <laughs> give us some bad movies I don't, I don't think these are Hollywood no I don't think it's Hollywood at all Amazon Prime give us some better movies. <laughs> so, um, if you want to also follow us on any social media, um, we do have some social media. It's hopefully we're going to start putting out um, a few bits of information about the movies that we watched. We might even throw in some information about the categories, etc., so you can see a little bit more information about that. But um, you'll be able to follow us on Instagram. Um, we are at IC Bad Movies. Okay. Uh, we also have a Twitter, but probably not as active on Twitter as it would be on Instagram, and that is IC, as in I and the letter C, Bad Movies Pod. And yeah, catch us on there. We'll try and keep you somehow entertained and up to speed with when our next episodes are. Now, I did also allude to the fact that we'll be maybe throwing out some um, extra content if you are so inclined we're going to have a, a patreon up as well where we're going to have a bonus episode that we're going to be talking about the bad parts of the movie i mean I, we're going to struggle we can't think of anything yeah but yeah we'll, we'll give it uh, a go it's yeah so we're, we're, we're gonna have that episode out there for us and if you come along and see that I'm not even sure at this point in time about the tier of Patreon or anything, but the it's going to be out there and it's certainly not going to be expensive. <laughs> so <laughs> if you do come along there, we thank you enough. If we see you pop up on there, we'll give you a shout out on the next episodes as they come through. And yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much everyone. And if you've got any film suggestions as well for the future... We'd be happy to oh, yes. receive those as well. Yes, because I guarantee you, even though I know a lot of bad movies and Emma and I, we've watched a lot of bad mm. movies, there's a lot more out there than what we've heard of. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't write movies, so... Sure? <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> Me no English good. <laughs> well, on that note... <laughs> Bye. Bye.